Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today in Matthew chapter 15, moving on to verses 29 through 39. In these verses, we have Matthew's account of the feeding of the 4,000. This incident takes place after Jesus returns from healing the Canaanite woman's daughter in the land of the Phoenicians. Here is what Matthew writes. Jesus now returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed a hill and sat there. And a vast crowd brought him their lame, blind, maimed, and those who couldn't speak, and many others, and laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. What a spectacle it was. Those who hadn't been able to say a word before were talking excitingly. And those with missing arms and legs had new ones. The crippled were walking and jumping around, and those who had been blind were gazing about them. The crowd just marveled and praised the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I pity these people. They have been here with me for three days now and have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry, for they will faint along the road. The disciples replied, And where would we get enough food here in the desert for all this mob to eat? Jesus asked them, How much food do you have? And they replied, Seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. Then Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks to God for them, and divided them into pieces and gave them to the disciples who presented them to the crowd. And everyone ate until full, four thousand men beside the women and children. And afterward, when the scraps were picked up, there were seven basketfuls left over. We will begin our look at these verses on today's study and continue here for a number of studies.
Now, here is Pastor Henry Harder. It is a part of man's nature since sin entered the human race to forget God. Influenced by the nature of sin, we are constantly being directed away from God. Israel experienced absolutely fantastic things when God took them out of Egypt almost 1,500 years before Christ. The writer of Psalm 106 reminds his people of those stupendous exodus events. The sea dried up for the people to pass through, and he led and preserved them through the desert, giving them food and water there. How could they have forgotten the coming of the quail, the manna, the water from the rock? But several times in that account of those great experiences, the psalm writer inserts the words, They soon forgot God. Psalm 106, 13 and 21. Evidently their focus was on physical survival and not on spiritual renewal. They forgot God in their drive for food. I'll come back to the experiences of Israel later. Now I want to focus on Matthew chapter 15, 31 to 39. After Jesus had healed the lame, dumb, crippled, and blind on the hills of Galilee, he called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way. His disciples answered, Where could we get enough bread in this place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves have you? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish. And when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000 besides women and children. I want to focus on this incident for several programs. I begin with a question of the disciples as they viewed this huge crowd of people. Where can we get enough food? The markets were far away. There were 4,000 men plus women and children, a minimum of 8 to 10,000 people. All they had were seven loaves and a few fish. Where can we get enough food to feed everyone? That question has been asked ever since then, and it is still a crucial question in many parts of the world. I believe it's the most pressing question. So many people and so little food. I recently read that of the three and a half billion plus people, two-thirds are undernourished. Even in food-producing countries, the high cost worries people. All over the world, the question is asked, where shall we get enough bread? While that question occupies us, we need to notice that Jesus gave the bread questions the proper place in the order of priorities. Jesus had preached to and taught the people for three days. He first gave them food for the soul. Jesus could have told them three days before that 
This will be a three-day session, so get prepared, bring enough food to last, load up on supplies. He didn't. Not until the third day did he bring up the food question. Not until he had given them the bread of eternal life did he give them the bread of this life. There is an order here. Bread questions are important, but they are not primary. We do ourselves, people, and God an injustice if we make bread questions first priority. Jesus in his own life put kingdom questions first and bread matters second. After having fasted for 40 days, Satan came to Jesus and said, Speak, and these stones will turn to bread. Jesus was starved, and he could have turned stones to bread. But he said, Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word from the mouth of God. It wasn't God's will for Jesus to turn stones to bread and eat. Jesus knew that and refused the temptation. His desire for food came second to God's will and God's way. In Matthew 6, that writer quotes Jesus as saying to the people, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Jesus clearly gives kingdom matters prior claim to what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear. Those are bread questions. They are important, but there are matters that are more important. Food for the soul is always more necessary than food for the body. I come back to Israel in the wilderness. They were completely occupied with bread questions, and they forgot God. They forgot God in the pressing matters of bodily survival. I want to continue here tomorrow. Never before have the bread questions been so universal as they are today. Our world is preoccupied with physical survival. While those are crucial issues, there are more important questions which we are ignoring, questions that concern spiritual matters and eternity. Israel pushed those aside, so are we. Jesus didn't. He put them first. Two days ago, I focused on Jesus' answer to the questions of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law regarding eating unclean food handled with improperly washed hands. That's what mainly concerned the Pharisees. But those were bread concerns. Jesus clearly said that that's not the problem. The problem is the spiritual nature of man, what comes out of the mouth from the heart. That's not what we eat, but what we are that's critical. We haven't changed much. Like the Pharisees then, man is still far more concerned with bread matters than with kingdom or eternity matters. I'll explore this further in the next three programs.
of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter, California, 93263, USA.